Hello and welcome. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and this is Story You Talk Radio. I am so glad you have reserved this hour to spend with me and my guest, who I will be bringing on the show in just a little bit. We are all about the stories you live by. And this grew out of my love of telling stories and teaching people how to write their stories. I used to be a college professor, and as much as I loved that, I really wanted to branch out and help people get into writing their books. But I also wanted to stay local in the sense that I knew people wanted to write their love letters. They wanted to write their amends. They wanted to write their cookbooks. They wanted to write their big books. So what I get to do is sit across from people that are excited about whatever that is that's on their mind and look into their eyes and find out what is it that you want to let out of you. So from there, we've got a radio show going on. And this is a chance for you to join the conversation where we talk about all these stories we are living by, our love stories, our business stories, our home life stories, our, well, the stories of our business. Did I say that already? The stories of our yoga practice. Today we're going to talk about the stories of our health and how that pain in our body sometimes is a very intelligent way of leading us into the stories of our health. I have a website that I'd love to tell you about. It's www.coachdebbie.com. And if you go over there, you're going to see that I've got some summer workshops coming up. I offer them from West Seattle. And that is right. If you're sitting in my living room and you look out, you're looking at the Pacific Northwest Puget Sound. It's beautiful. If you look up in the tree, you see an eagle. If you look out on the water, you might see little little pups, little sea pups out there. If you listen, you'll hear them talking to each other. And every now and then, a blue heron flies on by. I found out recently she has a mate as well. Makes me very happy, and it makes for a very rich area to have my workshops. And I had it all written down, uh, what was coming up next, and I can't find it. But I think it is my memoir writing workshop. And that, that oh yeah, it is. It's a Sunday. <laughs> Just came to me. It's on Sunday, June 23rd. And we're going to honor my previous husband, Johnny, the great writer, Johnny and poet, John Newman, uh, by having a memoir writing workshop. And that will be a small group of women in West Seattle. You can get all the information at www.coachdebbie.com and just click on Services 2019. I got a couple little spots left, and I'm offering that workshop. It's a, it's almost a full day at 149. So 
let's say hi to our engineer, because if you're thinking of calling in, you want to recognize that you've got the right spot. This is Eric, who will answer the phone. Hi, Eric. Hey, happy Thursday, Debbie. Oh, happy Thursday to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in the Pacific Northwest, so can't complain too much. No, never complain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think some complaining can be cathartic. I do, too. I do, too. So we kind of allow for some, I think. But if you allow it to be everything about you, then, well, you're probably not accomplishing what you want to accomplish. No. No, you're really not accomplishing what you want to accomplish, especially since we're on the 20th day of June and we've had just about 20 glorious days in Seattle. That's right. Yeah. Hard to believe we're so far into the year already. Like half the year disappeared. (laughs) But we were enjoying ourselves. We were enjoying ourselves. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun and even when you're not, but uh, especially when you're having fun. Yes. Yes. And we are thrilled that some of that time has been spent with our listeners. That's the voice of Eric Ryder. If you decide to call in, you will hear him. He will take your call, find out what your question's all about, and you'll just wait for the guest and I to get to you. You can call in from anywhere using the toll-free number, which is one eight eight eight. Two nine eight five five six nine. I'm looking for That's a prompt. Right. You got okay. it. All right, I got it. Also Phew. known as eight 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 two nine eight KKNW. If you got the letters on your phone. Perfect. All right, give us a call. Give us a call. We would love to offer you live coaching. We did hear from Jamie in New York, who responded to my newsletter. If you want to be cool like Jamie and get the newsletter, just go to www.coachdebbie, that's D-E-B-B-Y, dot com. Sign up for the newsletter, and all the discounts will come straight to you. Or you could be cool like Amy, who wrote to me on Facebook Messenger only a few hours ago, and we're going to be reading your question, Amy. I want to tell you about my guest. She is so rock star cool. We have Jay Menz in the house today. I'm very thankful to Jessica Riverson and her husband, Kwaku Riverson, who offer a mighty business school, I call it. They call it Permission to Charge and the Feminine CEO. It is right here out of Factoria, Washington, but you can take it online anywhere And it's this place where you learn how to be basically a spiritual marketer, but you also go through some rigor to understand Facebook with their partner, Ben Blackman. And as you go through the courses, you can even work your way up to their mastermind. And you know how I love masterminds. Jay is from that mastermind group because she has taken these steps very, very seriously and built Fearful to Fit and Activate Your Gifts. Those are the brands that Jay is known for. Many of us think of Jay as a health coach and fitness instructor, but we can also think of her as a gift activator. If you don't know what that is, you stay tuned, and we're going to talk more about that. 
She got started with her LLC here in Gig Harbor, Washington, where she is from. A lot of people came to her because they knew she had lost 25 pounds and they wanted to do it too. She was talking about it on social media. And what she found was that she had a lot of talent helping people do this. As a yoga and bar instructor, she could guide people on that, but she was curious about really activating a woman's gifts. And I say a woman because I think she works with more women than men, if not all women than men, but definitely more women than men. Jay, like I said, is here in the Gig Harbor area, and she is a firm believer that what is in our pain body is actually very, very useful to us in finding out what our real gifts are all about. So welcome to the show, Jay. How are you today? Thank you, Debbie. I am doing just glamtastic. <laughs> Thanks for having me. She looks glamtastic too. She's far too beautiful for radio, but she's right here in the studio with me looking like a yoga and bar queen, just all fit in her, um, what would we call that? In her get up. Yeah. My so- onesie and spandex. <laughs> <laughs> her onesie and spandex and converse. Yes. 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 So she's in the house to take your questions today. But let's get to know her a little bit before we go to our break at 20 minutes after the hour. I told people that your story was around the idea that you had lost 25 pounds and that attracted people to come to you. How did you let the world know this so that they could find you? You know, it started when I was taking yoga and I was taking yoga because I wanted to quiet my mind. And so through doing that for a few years, I ended up becoming a yoga instructor. And I knew that there was more than just a physical practice to health. And so I went to Institute for Integrative Nutrition to become a health coach, not knowing that I actually would become a coach. I went to truly understand my relationship to food And why I couldn't lose weight despite all these different diets. And so when I started understanding your relationship to food and that it can fuel you for energy and you don't have to be addicted to candy that lifts you up and takes you down, all that stuff. I started understanding that there was a relationship that I had with food that was unhealthy. And I was like, man, if I could heal myself, I could do this for other women who struggle with what I was struggling with for like 10 years. And so that was really the beginning. And I think through teaching fitness classes, that's how I started getting to know people. And maybe I wasn't this like stereotypical health coach that had this like pin thin body and talked in Sanskrit. I was like the real a real gal with curves and strength and a little junk in my trunk, and there it was. There it was. 
You know what? What I love about that was you talked about relationship, your relationship to food. Mm-hmm. I I think for many of us, we want to deny that we have a relationship to food. We want to think of food as our survival and our pleasure, but not necessarily something that we're responsible for. Mm-hmm. How how was it that you came to understand relationship to food, or what can you tell us about that? How can we go a little deeper with this idea of relationship to food? Yeah, relationship to food, you know, it's what do you crave and why are you craving it? And if you can get behind that and wonder and figure out exactly why you're doing these things, like why is this a habit that I'm waking up and I'm having coffee and I'm tired, so I'm having coffee, and then an hour later I'm still tired and I'm having more coffee. And it's like when you understand that you're doing something because maybe you don't like your job, maybe your job drains your energy. So your relationship to food is like in some way a fulfillment to another area in your life that is not fulfilled. And that is seriously what I've found with people who can't or haven't figured out how to lose weight the quote-unquote right way yet is they're using food to fulfill them or they're shoving down their feelings with food rather than just dealing with it and figuring out why they're unhappy in one part of their life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's a mystery to people and often a surprise to hear that food can actually shove emotions away. That's exactly what it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why people overeat because it's like sometimes the pain of what you've gone through is too much. You don't know how to process it and you don't even realize but one of your coping techniques is overeating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my coping techniques, because I never like to eat lots and lots and lots of food. You know, people talk about being full. I don't really dig on being full. Mm-hmm. But I really dig on, I get to have sugar today because oh, yeah. I was a good girl. You know, I, I have played that that old record millions of days out of my life. Good girl gets to have sugar. <laughs> and that that was my overeating a uh, love story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I call it a love story because it felt that way while I was having the sugar. Then it felt like a breakup story when the cookie was gone. Like, mm-hmm. how could you leave me here with all these emotions? <laughs> and crumbs. <laughs> crumbs. <laughs> right, right. But what what we tend not to understand, and I say we meaning Debbie and Debbie, <laughs> <laughs> is that there's... There's a desire to know the self while we're eating the cookie, but the cookie is so much more desiring than knowing the self that it trumps it. Mm-hmm. And it can, like I said, trump it for a very long time. There, there became a time when I wanted to relate to myself more than just eating blindly. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm hoping that my story is one that uh, wakes up some of the listeners that goes, oh, I don't overeat, but I really like my cookies. Hmm, mm-hmm. Is she talking about my story? 
yeah, I am. I am. Not because you're bad, but just because there's probably an emotion or two that would like to come forward. Yeah, exactly. And when people are craving sugar, it's usually because they're depressed, sad, low energy, and it's a quick pick-me-up. Because mm, it's got sugar. Exactly. Ah. And that's why we don't let little kids have so much sugar. No. Because they're already on the quick pick-me-up. They naturally have so much energy, <laughs> and you just want them to actually take anything but candy. Right, right, right. So I hope this this is touching y'all out there. We've got a couple of people, Jamie and Amy, have both written in. We're going to be getting to your notes right after our first break. If you're thinking about calling in... Don't be shy. We're right here at 1-888-298-5569. And we will be right back after this. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. Their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Hi, I'm Kathy Cooper, and every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m., I'll be hosting Lost and Found. We'll be discussing all types of losses, but it's not going to be the doom and gloom hour. It'll be an hour of education, support, validation, and yes, we will have a little bit of humor. So won't you join me Wednesdays, 1 to 2 p.m., Loss and Found, because every loss matters, and through every loss, something can be found. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I am offering some workshops for you to help you get in touch with your story about your work, about your love, about your family, about whatever that story is that moves you. We are doing some memoir, memoir, memoir writing, as well as some spiritual breakthrough for journal junkies, and finally some speech writing, because I know there's some very serious women out there that want to write the speech, and I really have a great way of walking you through it so that when you're on stage, you feel really connected to you and your story, and you're not wigged out while you're going through all of that, because there's nothing worse than being on stage and wigged out and wondering if you're just going to pass out and that's going to be the last day of your life 
Everyone who's been on stage has felt that way, and my program helps you get beyond that. We're talking today with Jay Menz, and that's spelled M-U-E-N-Z, Jay Menz, fitness coach and a lovely gifts activator. And we're looking into our stories around health, and we got a really great uh, response to the newsletter, Jay. And I want to go ahead and read this to you and just see what your take is mm-hmm. for for her. So this is Jamie, wrote me a long, 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 beautiful letter. Thank you for that, Jamie. And hang on while I paraphrase it just a little bit here. This beautiful letter about how you are a working mom and you noticed that your weight had been going up and down a good bit. Your sleep was irregular. You had constant joint pain in your hands and really no time to stop. What I really zeroed in on, Jamie, was as you ended your note and said, I have no idea how to chill. My life goes nonstop. I once went to a silent retreat, and even in that, I was anxious. Is there any way you can teach me to relax? So, again, she's writing in because she's a working mom. She notices her weight going up and down. Sleep is irregular. Pain in the joints. No time to stop. And really, really what she wants is to know, how do I relax? Mm -hmm. Jamie, first of all, uh, good job being a mama and a working mama And I'm so sorry that you're struggling with, oh, just lack of energy and sleeplessness. And it sounds like you have so much going on. And the pain within your body to me is your body's wisdom. It's whispering at you to slow down. And like you said, you went on this silent retreat and you were anxious there. So... My question to you, and I wish I was talking to you right now because this would be easier. We could go back and forth. But my question to you is, have you been like this your whole life? Is this how you were created? Like, were you created as an anxious girl? Or is this how things got as you became a working mom? You took on too much. Like, all of a sudden, at once, everything just got too big. And then all of a sudden in our mind, what's created is this cycle that it's like, it's too much, it's too fast, I can't slow down, and you get stuck in that. And the beautiful part about that is that you also have the power to rewire the exact same thing into, I don't have to go so fast, I can go slower, I can slow down, I can reconnect to my breath, I, nothing is a rush. And you continually say these things to yourself time and time again, and you're going to actually start believing it. So that would be my one suggestion to you is to start getting into that cycle that you are so busy and crazy and overwhelmed and stressed and rewrite that story within yourself and then check back with us. And I guarantee you're going to feel 10 times better. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is a beautiful, beautiful um, testament 
of your work and how you activate someone's gifts. Jamie, if you want to write back to me and send me your address, I will put one of my personalized journals in the mail to you. And I want to thank you for reaching out and responding to my newsletter with that question. But I also want to follow up on the key word I heard, and there was pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pain going on. And I know I told you when I asked you to come on the show that I believe pain is intelligent. Mm -hmm. I think pain is constantly trying to bring us home to the reset of our bodies. Mm -hmm. But what I think a lot of us don't understand, I told you that my shoulder was diagnosed as my chiropractor said, you're on your way to a frozen shoulder. And I was like, no, you know. (laughs) And he said, but you got here right in time. You know, we can really work with this. But if you got in here when a lot of my patients get here, uh, it would have been a very different story. And when as soon as he said story, I piped up and I went, "Um, you mean, what are you telling me? He goes, well, you could have ended up not being able to move your shoulder. And I said, not move my shoulder today? And he said, no, ever. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, oh yeah, my goodness. Oh, okay, <laughs> I understand now. I'm so glad I listened to my pain. Mm-hmm. But honestly, Jay, my pain wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. He asked me to report on a scale of one to ten, and I said, you know, five and a half, six. So what is it about us that we look for help when our pain is a nine mm-hmm. or a ten? Well, what What's going on with us that we're not relating to something's a little off here? Mm -hmm. That makes me so sad because as you're asking that, I'm having all these stories of like family members and friends and clients and just like strangers you meet on the street who they're in such pain, but it's not enough to actually go do something and like like you said, my pain wasn't that bad. It was like a five or six. And to me, that's bad. Oh. You know, like that that pain wake sounds up, like. Wake up, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie, <laughs> this is your wake up. But yeah. that's that, like, when you said the pain wasn't that bad, I was expecting you to say like a one or two. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I need some perspective. I'm glad I called you. But, you know, you are 100% spot on when you say that pain is our friend. It's our biggest teacher because our bodies are so smart and they're cheering for us. And they're just like, I'm going to give you these little whispers. And if you don't take care of it, it'll get a little bit louder. Yeah. And it'll get louder and it'll get louder. And like, had you waited until that pain was a 10 out of 10, he said, you wouldn't have been able to move your shoulder. And that's again. Exactly. And it's like, that is, we're like raised in this culture that's like, it's better be a 10 out of 10 before you call the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. It's insane. And and it's with our lives, too. It's like you better be 10 out of 10 depressed, can't pull yourself off of the floor, crying um, uncontrollably out of nowhere before you see a psychiatrist. It's like if you've been feeling a little bit sad continuously, yeah. like why are you weak? To go see someone. You're right. actually the smartest of all of us to go get help immediately if you feel like, I haven't been myself for quite some time. Right. Yeah. So, like, your body just, it's cheering for you. And I'll say that as many times as I can until it actually 
its home, but it will whisper and it like it'll be like someone going their their integrity starts showing up in a situation where they can't deny that feeling anymore that this thing they're doing is no longer making them happy. So they're like all of a sudden it comes out of their mouth where they're like, nope, nope, nope. And then they leave the situation. It's like, do you have to wait until that moment or can you leave earlier? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like with everything, you know, like when people come to me and they're like, I'm 195 pounds, I have 50 pounds to lose. It's like, what happened with the five or 10? Mm-hmm. How did it get so much more? Like, how is that okay? And and why is 50 pounds your cap to where you're actually getting help? So that is what's the most fascinating for me is like, how did you get there and why now? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so cool to watch the unraveling and it's not just with weight, it's with career, it's with family, it's with marriage, it's with health, it's with every single facet of your life. It's like, what is your bandwidth? Yes. And let's figure that out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. In the second, in the third part of our show, we're going to get into this idea of what is a gift activator but I really want to, because you segue so well into Amy's question, I want to get into this. This is going to kind of blow your mind. Amy is from Issaquah, and that's just over the hill here. Uh, she says she is 37. She has a job as an assistant admin. Hi, This is such a cool show. I wrote that down. Thank you, Amy. (laughs) Can you guys help me understand my migraines? I've tried everything. I leave work sometimes because they are so bad. The only good part is it gets me out of work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am so over my job. Otherwise, my health is pretty normal. So this is Amy, 37 years old. Amy, to me, it was just flashing bright lights what's going on, but I'm going to refer you to the pro here. What do you think, Jay? Well, I think Debbie's talking about how you should switch your job. (laughs) I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's the big red letters that say find a new job. Because if you're getting headaches and you're like, yes, I can go home, I can leave my job, uh, that sounds like a direct correlation with what you're doing and you're not happy and any excuse to get you out of there, you will take. And so these headaches might be recurring, but I want to ask you if you're also getting them on the weekend. Mm. Yeah. Like are these headaches that are just coming while you're at work? Do they come on vacation? Do they come when you're at home or do they just come at work? So that would be one of the biggest indicators. And then what have you done Have you done testing? Have you logged when they're coming? Have you logged the severity of them? Have you tried different healing techniques for them? I want to know what you've already done. And then we would go from there. But, you know, like Debbie said in big red letters, quit your job. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know I said that, but that's good. <laughs> that's good. Oh, yeah. Because I would see you in telepathically. The <laughs> yes. I was. Um, the, I get to go home. I thought, boy, driving home with a migraine sounds pretty tough. If that beats being at work, something's off, honey. Mm. And we don't usually 
make that correlation of this is a health issue. Mm-hmm. You know, we we don't think our job has actually become a health issue or our I I used to have a family member who when she got around her husband <laughs> when she got around her husband she would practically whisper and I I started to see that as a health issue like your mental health is being so taxed that you're whispering around that there there's trouble here mm-hmm. there's real trouble here but we give in to an awful lot of pain before we give in to help. Uh, years and years ago when I was seeing a shiatsu massage therapist, he wrote me the most beautiful card uh, when he left to go on and get advanced training in acupuncture. And he, he had basically said he wasn't, he wasn't worried about me. He knew I was going to do well and succeed, and he was glad that he had had the opportunity to work with me. But he finished the card by saying, it has been a joy to be on this health journey with you and help you make your way back home to yourself. I have kept this card for 10 years. I have kept this card in my office desk drawer. It's the first thing I open in the morning because it was such a reminder that I had lost home base Mm -hmm. with myself. You know, those words, they just, they really penetrated my being and made me go, how, you've got to be at home with yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And when someone can see that, wow. That really, really tells you that the pain indicator light in your own life just is not coming on. You know what Ram Das said? What? He said, we're all just walking each other home. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. One of the best days in my life was when I was on the, the island of Maui with my coach, Alan Cohen, and he said, so everybody, I have a big surprise for you today. And I was sitting there thinking, what could be a big surprise? I mean, everything we're doing is great. And then I realized his coach is Ram Das. We're going to go meet Ram Das. <laughs> and I said it to my boyfriend. I said, we're going to go meet Ram Das. And he said, no, we're not. Two hours later, we did. We went and sat with Ram Das in his living room and he He gave us a very slow and methodical lecture because at that point he had had a stroke. Um, But to to be in the energy of his living room was like being gently and thoughtfully uh, plugged in to some new realm, beautiful realm. And and you could feel that that's how he has lived is walking people home to themselves over and over and over again. You could just feel it there. So he knew. He knew how to stay at home with himself and how to escort everyone else. That yeah. gives me goosebumps. It was very goosebumpy day, let me tell you. Very well, what goosebumpy. did the energy feel like? So have, so have you ever been like to, this, this really is for me it, have you ever been somewhere really, really tropical 
and you close your eyes and you can hear the waterfalls, you hear all the exoticness of the birds, you're feeling the breeze. It's like all of your senses are just getting this whisper, but all of them at the same time, Mm -hmm. it was that. That's Hawaii. That's Hawaii. Yes. (laughs) It was Hawaii in his living room. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah, it was pretty dang great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw in a Mai Tai. Mm. Or I mean, I don't drink, but I like watching other people do it. <laughs> it it felt like that natural, lovely high. Yeah. It was a very natural, wonderful, wonderful way to spend the day. And we did. We all, the, the picture, the group picture of all of us, you can tell we're just like, la. You know? <laughs> In love with life. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And it's the sort of thing that, you know how we take those feelings into our body mm-hmm. so we can remember them mm-hmm. and live by them. Yeah, and why not have more of those moments to build muscle memory around? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As we need them. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what does it mean to be a gifts act- activator because that's what Miss J is up to. We're going to take a little break right here, and if you have a question, it is not too late. We will be right back. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m., right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. We are back. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. I'm here in Seattle, Washington, but I am available to you for one-on-one coaching for whatever it is you are writing. It could be your book. And if it is your book, I have a 90-day accelerator program where we sit down, and I, I bring in about 11 other people. We sit down and we get to the root of your story, what it is you want to say, what it is you don't want to say, what it is for your journal, 
and how you are going to go about being really, really, really real and authentic about that story so that years and years later, when you pick it up, you're still proud of that. If you're interested in that, please take a look at my website, www.coachdebbie.com. I would love to connect with you. Today, I have Jay Menz in the house. She is a fitness coach, a health coach, but really, she is a gifts activator. And I have waited and waited to find out, what does that mean? <laughs> it sounds so cool. <laughs> so tell me the story behind that. What's a gifts activator? So a gift activator is someone who can hear between the lines. So when I have someone who's like, I don't know what to do next. I've done this. I've done that. I started businesses. I can do this for three months and I'm happy and I'm making money. And then I feel this pull to do something else. And then they, Ooh. yeah. And they go do something else. And it's the exact same cycle over and over and over again because they're seeking something outside of themselves and they're listening to what everyone else tells them to do. It's like, you're so good at this. Why don't you go do this? So the person goes and does it. And they realize, yeah, I am good at that, but that's still not the thing. That's not the thing. And so my job as the gift activator is to pull out what they can't hear. And usually it's this gift that they have naturally, that they've lived with their entire life, that they do every day, but they've never really seen it or they just consider it normal and I'm like man you are so like strong within that let's pull from there and so we start pulling it's kind of like what you do with your story yeah and I find that this is like the people that I'm working with now it's a mixed bag and I don't know if it's a wave of mixed bag and then the next wave is going to be everyone wanting the exact same thing but right now I have someone who was like, I've had this retreat within me for over 10 years. And so we worked together and within 30 days, she had a retreat created. She sent out two emails and she sold it out in less than a month. We have another guy who, yes, I do work with a few men. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he was going from thing to thing, just kind of trying to figure out, should he go back to school? Should he work doing this thing he's already been doing or should he do something that he's actually meant to do his soul's purpose mm-hmm. and so we pull that out he's writing a book now no and the the beautiful part about that is like on the side he's driving for uber eats so he's making money he's bringing that financial in so it's not a stress and he's writing like in any free time he has and Maybe more, I think more is coming his way, but we have another gal. She wants to get a promotion at work, so we're working on confidence building. Like, we got to bring the confidence out and knock down the self-doubt limiting beliefs because though it's all just habits, it's cycles, and we can break all of them. So my job is just to activate the gifts that you already have within you so you can start living on purpose. Mm-hmm. Sounds Sounds like a niche within life coaching. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very much so. So even though you are 
um, working as a health coach and as a yoga instructor and a bar instructor, what you're finding is people are now coming to you because they're really, really wanting to get to the core of Mm -hmm. what they're best at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people would not connect the dots on that, but when you're healthy, you care about offering your gifts. That I couldn't have said that any more clearly or more on point because you can't do anything when you don't feel good. Yeah, you just can't do it. Mm-mm. You can only do it to a certain point. It's, it's like I was so excited when someone said, when are you bringing your memoir workshops back? And I thought, oh, don't tell anyone about that. I was going through such grief when I offered those. I don't think I did. I don't think I did a good job on them. And she's like, no, I really liked them. So what I offered touched her. But what I want to offer was way beyond that. And, mm-hmm. and so I shall. But, but it's just so interesting. When you're healthy, you show up in the gift version mm-hmm. of what you got as opposed to just being able to kind of click it off, you know. And, and that's what you're helping people do. Mm-hmm. They get healthy and then they say, well, instead of being an accountant, actually... I think I want to write a book on how to transform your money mindset and turn your family into a traveling, uh, I don't know, (laughs) I got stuck there. But, you know, Mm -hmm. you could be anything, right? Mm -hmm. They start to dream. That, exactly. And when you were saying that, I feel like it was going to be family, like, they were going to be musicians. Yeah, something. I yeah. started to see too many things. <laughs> <laughs> I saw drum sets. Yeah. <laughs> I saw tambourines. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when you were saying that, I worked with a gal who, I want to say money is no object. Uh-huh. She just makes a lot of money, and she is so good at what she does. It's just natural, but it doesn't thrill her. Oh, okay. And so working together, we thought, so usually people originally sign up to lose weight. And so she was like, just five pounds, basically just five pounds. Can I lose five pounds? And I was like, sure. And so we worked together and she's like, I didn't lose any weight or she would lose a little and then she'd self-sabotage. And so we tried to figure that out, but she didn't, she wasn't coming to me for that. It was to heal the trauma from her past. And we had to work through, again, the word comes up again, relationship to food. We had to work through that, heal that, figure out why she was making these self-sabotaging, like, you know, midnight desserts. Why are we doing that when we know that that's not going to serve our highest purpose? So we had to work through that. And through that, we uncovered more than she signed up for. And now she's launching this company that's going to be everywhere. And her, in her gift area. In her total gift area. Awesome. It's so exciting. It's like, this is what, I know this is what I'm here for. And I finally, because, you know, when you're talking about bouncing around, and I was talking about going here and doing this, like, I did that exact same thing. I was like, well, you're good at this. Okay, so I'll go do that. You're good at this. I'll go do that. And I was like, oh, my God, like, put my hands up. Stop. Everybody's got to stop telling me what to do. I need to get silent to tune into me. Yeah. And then when I started doing that, I was like, 
everyone I'm around, I'm always like, oh my God, you need to follow that, you know? And, and it wasn't the exact same way I was being told what to do. It was more like, you once you realize your brilliance, go from that place. Yes. Yeah. I'm really curious about something. So when do you have children? One two and a half year old named Bodhi. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yep. So Bodhi probably gets you out of bed. But <laughs> let's just think about this. In the morning when the sun is rising and you know it's time to start your day. What is it besides Bodhi mm-hmm. that really gets you out of bed and excited for your day? The first thing I do is I open all the blinds and I look outside and I'm just like, oh my God. And every day I go, what a beautiful day. <laughs> and then, so now my son says that uh-huh. he's always like, mama, what a beautiful day. And I'm like, <laughs> what a great way to start uh-huh. the day. And so there's that. And then honestly, it's, whenever I get a text or an email from a client who's like, listen to this, and then they have some celebration. That's like, again and again, I mean, I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, this person just did this. And he's like, that's awesome. So I'm around like a lot of positivity and people that are cheering for me to be my best self. And so it makes it really easy to do the same for other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my, my true happiness, too. Mm-hmm. It has been those, uh, I live alone right now, and there, there was a time when living alone was the greatest thing ever because I was going to school, mm-hmm. and it just matched up well. Mm-hmm. But, but now as an old lady, <laughs> I, I would love to not be living alone, you know, to be living more in community and in recent past i i remember how the day was just that joy thing at five o'clock in the morning of you know me and he we get up and we do the coffee and we start together and i like that yeah you know yeah so you gotta you gotta have your groove thing i look out to the water now as my groove thing yeah. And I talk to the water and the moon. I'm like, you're my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I pick up my little gray kitty and I say, you're my thing, you know. <laughs> and I I have my kind of, some people would call it prayers. I don't know what you would call it, but I go to the meditation cushion and I just, I think of my people and I think about them starting and enjoying the day. Mm-hmm. I just sort of have a little movie on yeah. them. And by doing that, the the loneliness gets curbed. The, gee, should it be this way gets curbed. And I feel healthier. Mm. Healthier. Mm-hmm. And that's so much of what this show today is about, is what makes you feel healthy? Not just what is healthy. We know spinach is mm-hmm. healthy. But we're talking about what makes you feel healthy mm-hmm. and connected and in your gift zone. And remember earlier you said, uh, what sparks your joy? No, I didn't remember I said that. That's well, a that good was one. when before we were on here, we were just oh, yeah. chatting. And I thought that is something that I think is just like the best life mantra is, is what you're doing sparking your joy. Mm-hmm. 
and it should be, mm-hmm. and it needs to be. And I don't use the word should very much, kiddos, but when we're talking joy, you should be doing things that are aligned with that joy. Mm-hmm. We only got four minutes left, but you said something about a guy, and you got it attention from... I just got to get these glasses in place here. Kevin is writing to us from Facebook Messenger. Where are you from, Kevin? Oh, oh, there we go. Uh, Kevin from Shelton mm-hmm. uh, is saying, wow, cool topic. I'm not the healthiest of all dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't care about my health. More than anything, I care about the outdoors. When you say relationship to health, I would really like to be inspired to take that outdoors. Mm. Got any ideas? I mean, hiking is good. The dog loves it. But am I really being health conscious? I'd like to wake up to my... think you're saying consciousness i'd like to wake up to my consciousness you know around my health when i'm outdoors Hmm. Mm. interesting yeah well i mean just being outdoors some people refer to that as nature therapy Ooh. yeah i i uh i love being outdoors and it is healing and so I want to know, Kevin, are you talking about just like food wise? You said that you're not the healthiest dude, (laughs) but that you want to be. And I so get that. Mm -hmm. I can understand that 100 percent. So if you're talking in terms of food, it's very simple. You bring very basic things. You bring a banana, an apple. You either choose to spend a little bit more time and make your own trail mix or you go buy some at a local health food store. You drink a lot of water. Maybe you have some coconut water if you're sweating a ton. You're with your dog. I mean, it sounds like you're being so health conscious to me. You're outside. So the fact that you even wrote this message to me means that you're more tuned into yourself than you're giving yourself credit. So just go from that place and then maybe think about it a little bit more and What are you really asking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The life coach in me heard this. I heard compensation. I heard, I don't really know much about diet, Mm. but I do know how to get outside and shake a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's kind of where I took it. Like, like, is there a way to... um, to be more conscientious while I'm inside. So I think you're on to something here. You want to go to Fearful to Fit and check out Jay Menz and her great work. We are out of time, kiddos. I hope you come back and join me on Thursdays. I'm here at 4 o'clock. You can always catch the replays on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, TuneIn, and, of course, Podcast One. Thank you so much for being here with me. And namaste, my friends. 